Hey everyone, I am back. Uh, it's been almost exactly a year since putting out an episode. Uh, it's been a crazy year. Uh, for first, it was just crazy for me, my whole life changing with the with a move, and then getting ready for a wedding, getting married, my wife moving in, and all that stuff. And then, you know, a couple months ago, the whole coronavirus took over and it turned all of our worlds upside down. And whether you're a family business or not, it's definitely affected you. I, but I do think that uh, local small businesses have probably been hit the hardest, with a lot of them being shut down uh, as non-essential, and I can take a toll. But uh, I've been looking for silver linings. Obviously, the world's fucked up right now, but uh, I, for instance, have enjoyed the extra time with my wife and my dog. Uh, I've spent some time learning some new skills, and I also realized I should get back to doing this podcast. (laughs) All right. So with that, welcome back to how to survive in a family business without losing your mind. I'm Jeremy and this is episode number 11. I decided to try something a little bit different and new and get some other perspectives other than just myself, just me talking into a microphone Uh, So I'm going to start doing interviews with other people that work in family businesses. Today's interview was with a good friend of mine, KJ Newbery. He is the office manager at Brass and Matos in Hayward, and I'm glad that he was able to be my first guest. Okay, Um, why don't you tell everyone why you are on my family business podcast other than the fact that uh, I asked you to do it. <laughs> That's really number one there. Yeah, I know. That. <laughs> You're not begging me to be on it. Uh, no, I be- I've actually, I signed up on the waiting list and you finally got to me. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I feel like we've talked a lot lately about, you know, some of the situations uh, we've been going through in our businesses and you know what we do and it's been an interesting time for everybody and uh, it's important for me to be able to talk to you and and other people with small businesses because I have no idea what I'm doing right now <laughs> now you I mean you don't work for uh, your own family business it's for a it's just a family business that you happen to work in. Yes. Yes. It's a small business. I, I'm personally not related to the people that I work for, but I am uh, in the inner circle or I like to think I am. I'm sure there's a separate family inner circle <laughs> beyond the inner circle, but no. Yeah. That's, and that's what it is. I mean, it's the backbone of America's economy is the small businesses and it's, it's an interesting time right now because there's a lot of businesses that can't, that can't go back. Yeah. I mean, you know, so I just saw on Instagram, all-star sports and the Lecos, Nico. Yeah. I'm sure you know them. So they're shut down for the rest of the month. So yeah, I always see him working hard on his Instagram posts and making shirts and things like that. And that's, yeah, I mean, it's tough. Uh, so my next question would be, what's the difference between 
uh, working at a family business, whether it's this one or one that you previously worked at, or uh, compared to working at like a bigger corporation of some kind? So, yeah, in I mean, I've I, I don't think I can really say that answer because I I think my whole life I've always kind of worked for small businesses. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I've worked for I mean Red Smoke Grill in high school, you know mm-hmm. Boswell's before that, like middle school, high school, like in Pleasanton. Uh, you know, I've I worked for Stone Group in Pleasanton. That's that's owned by Kathleen Butler. That's just a so I, I never really worked for the big the big big businesses. That's why. Why not? Is there like a specific reason, or you just it just happened to come up that way? It just kind of happened that way. I think, uh, I, I don't know. I just, I always liked the human connection and caring about what I do and knowing that it means something for somebody. And if I didn't, you know, do something that, you know, changed the world, I, I'd want it to be something that helped people and helped, you know, families. And, yeah. and I, I respect the people I work for. So it's it's nice to know that their kids are, comfortable you know things like that i've just never been a big business guy what's your favorite part about working with a family or in a family business in general uh being able to joke around you know being able to know people kind of like i know that there's a whole decorum there's an office culture now that that's uh, different than it was in years past Mm -hmm. obviously and uh just knowing that I'm respected by the people that I work for and that I respect the people that I work for is really nice and not having that, you know, third wall between us or, or anything like that. So it's, it's nice to be able to, to talk. It's almost like, you know, taking a class in a small classroom mm-hmm. when you're in high school or in college. It's like you, you're, you're able to talk to your boss. Mm-hmm. It's, it's nice. Um, what's your, What's your least favorite thing about that? Like, do you, there's got to be at least a time or two, whether it's this company that you work for now or whether it was in the past that you were like, I wouldn't have to, like, it would be different if I was working at some other place that's, you know, it's some conglomerate or, or something that's not so small and intimate. No, that's a great question. That's uh, it's really easy to answer. Taking sick days. Or, <laughs> or vacation days because, you know, they, they like to, cause they love you. They're going to say, Hey, we owe you this. Mm-hmm. This is what you need. But also, you know, we're going to be sad that you're not here because I don't know if I know what to do. <laughs> well, you know, not, not talking bad about my company, but there's some things that I can do that some of the, that they hire me for. That's, yeah. you know, so sure. if you're gone in a small company, some things can't run the same way. Yeah. So it's really hard to be, you know, wake up one morning. Maybe you don't feel very good. Mm-hmm. You know, then, then it's like, okay, hey, guys, stay away from me. It's, it's less of taking a sick day and more of like, hey, I'm sick, guys. Sorry. Don't. But you still don't want to show up and do your job because you don't want to let them down. Yeah. yeah. So the hardest part is coming up at like the end of the year when you have like a full week's <laughs> vacation or whatever. And they're like, yeah, hey, we don't pay it out. So, <laughs> and it's like, well, I don't want to take it, but I guess, okay. You know, so that, 
that's the hardest part is trying to determine i mean being friends but not being friends because you're still an employee you're well, just still- caring I, I think that's just i mean knowing you that's just partly is just that you're caring and you yeah care about the people that you work for whereas if you were working for some big corporate like um when i used to work for ups i know that i did not care nearly as much as i do oh, yeah. now and it's like if I didn't feel like going in, I mean, I'd called in sick. I did I, maybe twice that I called in sick when I wasn't sick, but still, I would never do that now. Yeah. So yeah, so that's just. I think that's the hardest part is putting a you know a line between friendship or caring and being an employee. So I mean, it's not a problem because I work harder for it. So it's like right. it's just that balance that I think is the tough part to, to achieve. You know, and I think the biggest thing about the company that I work for is that I grew up around the son that of this company. So it's he knew me when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. So it's more of like we've built this and he trusts me enough to he'll pay me back for anything that I do mm-hmm. or any work that I do. Yeah. And he he knows I don't expect it and I don't want it necessarily, but he does it. So it's that respect that's kind of, you know, don't ask, don't tell. You know what I mean? Like that friendship. I think you kind of lost me in there. What do you mean? Like he'll pay you back for. Well, like, so I only work 32 hours a week for Uh the last seven weeks. Uh Right. And the first thing his dad said that when he came back was, Hey, you know, I know you're paying rent. How many, what did you work here? We're going to get you some overtime. So I'll go in and I'll work on a Saturday. They're going to make sure and and take care of you as best that they can. Exactly. In the future. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not necessarily that they're going to give me money. It's right. No, we're going to make sure that you, you're made whole. You know what I mean? So it's more of a, yeah. Give and take. They know that I was there for them and they're going to be there for me. And that's what I love about the small companies. Cause I don't think you get that from a Facebook or a Google. Right. Yeah. I, that makes sense. Give yourself, if you could go back to, let's say when you started working at this company, um, if you give yourself some advice, not change any, not if you could change anything, but like just give yourself some advice to, to help yourself out from that point to now, what would you, what, what advice would you give yourself? I, th- uh, I think it would be like in anything is pay more attention. I think when I first started this job two years ago, I was working in the back in the shop mm-hmm. and it was just a temporary job. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think I'd be in the office. I didn't think I'd be running payroll and, bills and all the insurance and basically running the money side of the business. Mm -hmm. And I think in, you know, how life goes, a lot of people, they don't go to their next job expecting it to be where they're going to be in for the rest of their lives or something like that. So obviously a lot of people do. I'm not one of those people (laughs) that expect, you know, so there's a lot of things that I'm still learning and I mean, you can always learn, but there's a lot of things I'm still learning that 
I could have probably learned in the first year <laughs> that I was here, you know? Yeah. So I think in anything that I'm, I'm learning that in anything that I do mm-hmm. is just pay attention, you know, <laughs> learn from the things that you're doing because you might be there for a while or you might be, it might come in handy later on. So, I mean, I'm sure it's something that I should have learned a long time ago, <laughs> but definitely just to be willing to take that in is important. All right. Last question, a little bit less serious, but, um, this has become a, a debate in our household. Oh. So have uh, have you ever had uh, peanut butter on carrots, like dipped carrots into peanut butter? I would have to say yes. You have. Strictly because the celery packs came with carrots <laughs> also, and I never chose to go, hey, let me pick up that carrot and put it in the peanut butter. It just – it just but, was there but but what's your what's your opinion of a carrot dipped in peanut butter or do you not have one i really don't i i can't say i like or dislike it i i would have to say it's i it's no contest it's, i i don't <laughs> all right it, i think celery and peanut butter i love because i can look back on it and be like no it's basically just the peanut butter i taste yeah <laughs> so I'm guessing that's what the carrot is, but I haven't tasted a carrot with peanut butter in a while. All right. Well, sure. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. Um, before you go, is there anything that you want to tell to the dozens and dozens of people that will listen to this all over the world? The thousands of people <laughs> per minute that listen to this podcast. Right. Yeah. Um, so, no, no. Please. Keep keep on uh, keep on trucking. Keep on trucking. You know? All right. right. Thanks, buddy. All right. Later. All right. That's going to be it for today. Glad to be back doing this. And uh, hopefully I'll be able to keep it up a little bit better this time. It's just going to depend on how frequent I'm able to get people to interview and how quickly I can edit them together and everything. Even though I don't do a whole lot of editing, I I do want it to at least flow through. Um, But I plan to be back at this pretty soon, depending on when I get my next interview. So if you know of somebody or if you are somebody that would like to be interviewed, I'm definitely open to that. Feel free to hit me up, however, on Twitter, Anchor, Instagram, whatever. Um, Oh, and before I forget, this episode was presented by my friend Adam Bell because he said he would buy me a six pack if I said his name on my podcast. (laughs) Um, I'm not going to start doing commercials, but I guess I could be bribed. (laughs) Anyway, I'd love to get feedback or if you have somebody that would be a good interview for the show, please let me know. Hit me up on anchor, uh, DM me on Twitter or on Instagram. Hope you enjoyed the show. Be back soon. I hope.